0: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the the Magic Our Way Way Podcast. It's raining, it's pouring. I wish I had an echo to go with it. So uh, it sounds like the Tower of Terror. Add it in post. Yeah, I know I need to do that. <laughs> I'll add the echoes. Or, or if you're listening and I forgot to do it, y'all just pretend I had an echo and envision the Tower of Terror, because that's the kind of day we're dealing with when we record today Yeah. here on the Magic R-Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And it is wet outside, man. It is a monsoon going on in my backyard right now. Yeah, it almost feels like summer, but the storm's not as short. This is actually hanging around for a little bit. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to blow through a little bit longer,
1: but oh well. So anyway, uh, how's your week, man? Tiring, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have it done. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm drinking some coffee right here to help wake myself up and get a little bit more jazzed. Normally on a Friday, I'm over the moon, but just...
0: Yeah, super. this is a different day than when we normally record. Yeah, I mean,
1: the, the rain isn't, isn't helping matters. So. No, no, it's,
0: it's, a good, it's a good napping day. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, I did a little bit of that when I, was, uh, when I was at home just before I came down here, mm-hmm. and I braved the weather. <laughs> but unlike uh, Anna and Elsa's parents, I made it through the storm.
1: That's good, isn't that good? That's yeah. b- I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was wondering if that's going to be they're going to do Frozen two, and yeah. it turns out that Anna and Elsa's parents really didn't die. Like they, all o- just a big board. game? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all like some manipulated troll dream kind ah. of thing. Like they implanted that memory yeah. in her head, and it kind of becomes like a total recall Frozen thing. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wouldn't that'd it? That'd be kind of ep- kind of epic. So I'm available to write Frozen two. So, um, so when does uh, uh,
0: Professor Xavier come in? <laughs> or does he?
1: Um, shoot, I don't, I don't know. Um,
0: and of course, for your listeners, I'm referencing that alternative ending, or how, uh, 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 I think I posted on Facebook how Frozen should have went, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite funny, actually quite brilliant. I like it. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, well, enough jibber-jabber, man. Let's get right to it. All right, man. First up on the queue, I want to discuss this, dude. Have you heard about Casino?
1: You have not heard about Casino. I have not heard about Casino. is didn't, I didn't even know we started, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were still on break. No, I, oh, was no, en- you ready? <laughs> I was enjoying my oh, your
0: beverage. Oh, you am enjoying my beverage, too. <laughs> yeah, okay. hey, you, you. you got some coffee? I got some Abita strawberry.
1: Oh, yeah. Abita
0: beer, which you can find at Port Orleans Resort, as a nice. matter of fact. Yeah, so, you know, you want a little taste of Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Actually, a brewery not far from my house. <laughs> 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 you know, get yourself
1: some Abita. Uh, but anyway, what are you drinking over there? What coffee. did you make? Uh, Any coffee. particular kind of coffee? Or no. Is that a
0: frappe of sorts or no?
1: No, it's so, it, it is of sorts. It's like a low-carb, low-sugar mm. uh, frozen coffee, coffee drink. I'm trying to cut back on, on my sugar intake. Oh,
0: okay. So you're not so, going to get too many frappes from Cazina
1: anytime soon, I guess. A frappe-like Cazina-like <sighs> uh, frappes. That's it's more disappointing to me that I'm not going to Disney World anytime soon than not getting the frappe. But yeah, yeah, I know. But, but if y- I did go to Disney, I, the diets—that's going oh, out the window. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I was about to
0: say because they're about to help you with uh, your particular diet because uh, I don't know if you heard, but know set to close in September.
1: No, yeah,
0: so uh, no. September 30th will be the last day they'll have diners Why? in the restaurant. Uh, they didn't say, but they said after five successfully. I'm re- reading this off of the website. Uh, after five successful years operating Cusina by Cat Cora, we have decided to move on to new opportunities. Uh, we are very appreciative of the amazing cast members who make Cusina by Kat Cora such a popular destination. Wow. How do you like that? So what do you think of that, man? I, I, I wasn't sure if you heard about it or not, but if, it's even better that you hadn't because I'm curious to see what your initial reaction is right off the bat.
1: I'm not happy. I know. <laughs> so wait, So let me get this straight. She is disassociated. Like she, it's not like she's opening a new restaurant. It's going to be a new Cat core adventure. I mean, catcore is just gone.
0: Yeah, I, they didn't say. Um, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess catcore is just gone or something like
1: that. Oh, that's. Uh, I don't know if
0: she's doing anything else with them or it doesn't really say. It doesn't really go into too much detail. At least a lot of the press releases I tried to read through. This is the one. The one I'm looking at uh, is from. Uh, Uh, the theme park rangers and actually i'm sorry the orlando sentinel and it seems the most concise but it says they're coming up with a new concept um, unidentified of course that'll take place later this fall which is what a disney world internal memo said that's pretty much it um and it also says walt disney world regularly regularly reviews and updates the portfolio of food and beverage offerings here and that's it that's that's where they live i don't know if they're parting ways or there's you know I don't know if it was unpopular. I don't, I don't think it was unpopular. I mean, it looked pretty busy every time we went in there. Yeah. Or the one time. So I'm very thankful that I got a chance to, uh, uh, you know, get a frappe from Kuzina.
1: I was going to say, no one's got... I'm, I'm online right now because this is, a, this is uh, important. Somebody has to post the frappe recipe before Cat Cora goes completely under. That's not good.
0: Oh, let's do that. Well, may, maybe if Sean had Sapcot, I know he goes out there every now and then. To the parks. So, Mm -hmm. Sean, if you're out there listening, man, I don't know, maybe you can research. You know, they do give out the recipes, don't they, in in some of the
1: uh, Disney parks? Yeah, but that's not a Disney restaurant. You think they would?
0: Uh, Well, it says it's owned and operated by Disney. Hmm. I I guess it doesn't hurt to ask. So, Sean, your next mission, should you decide to choose it, (laughs) is find out the recipe for the frappe at Cuisina. And if you haven't had a frappe, Sean, go ahead and go for it, man. Give it a shot and let us know what you think. If you like coffee, of course. If you don't, then don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, but we enjoy I enjoyed it. You took me there on our first podcast trip to Casina to get a frappe by chance, and it was
1: excellent. Yeah, that was one of our tips was like, look, if, you, if you're in that particular area, it was only like four bucks. It was much yeah. cheaper. You walk in, you buy it out right from the Mater D, and that's it. Yeah, and it was much cheaper than going through, um, oh, God, like, at, like Starbucks. Starbucks, or, right, right. Speaking of which, I didn't mention that in the last show, and I wish I I had. What's that? That was another thing about Disneyland Paris is that they haven't adopted the Starbucks uh, coffee. Oh really? I think we talked about this. Like, coffee over there was like tiny. I'm pretty you know, sure like, for the French have some pretty decent coffee, huh? No, it, it tasted like old school Disney coffee. It was really? the coffee that I Sanka, I rem- yeah. <laughs> that it was watered
0: down just yeah (laughs) wow i know wow no kidding yeah i'm i would think the french would have decent cost unless i don't know man yeah you would think they'd have decent cost because i mean new orleans was a louisiana was a whole french colony and so we had to get it somewhere unless we got it from somebody else like the spanish
1: no their coffee was terrible Hmm,
0: interesting interesting if you're in spain i'd be curious to know what your coffee's like (laughs) i like our coffee down here in new orleans you know you gonna give this one to Sean too? <laughs> uh, you know, if Sean happens to be in Spain, then you know, have at it. But I mean, you know, I, that's probably stretching. We'll probably have to cough up some funds for that one. <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah, man, very sad to see Cat Core. you know, this cool thing is the last month is when, in, I guess, the first month of uh, free dining down at Disney World. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you happen to get a, a ADR for sometime in September, then you get to uh, dine at that restaurant uh, on behalf of Disney, I guess, more or less. Well, that's a relative reason. We'll talk about that more, about the whole free dining thing when we do our little book review in a little bit. Oh, man, that was the
1: best breakfast on the boardwalk. See, I never
0: had that breakfast, man. Oh, so good. Maybe we'll take a trip
1: after Labor Day, (laughs) like a quick jaunt down. I don't know know, if (laughs) money allows it. (laughs) I don't know if this is quite like what they did with the Adventurers Club. (laughs) We had to to hightail it over there before they closed that. But uh, I don't know, man. If I can get over there, I will.
0: I don't know about the sit-down. I mean, I'd just go down there just to eat. We could drive in, eat, and drive out.
1: Burn <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gas at a
0: process and
1: time. But yeah, my wife will. Like, where are you going? I'm just going out for a cup of coffee. I'll be back. Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, we're going
0: to get a frappe. We'll be yeah. back tomorrow yeah. evening sometimes, about 24 hours. That'd be pretty funny. You could be like those business commuters, flying in the morning, get some coffee, eat, fly
1: out in the evening. Yeah. I'll, hell, I'll show up with a thermos. Just fill this with frappe.
0: <laughs> Maybe we can coax the uh, we can coax the uh, fr- uh, the recipe out of them. I don't see why not? No reason for it to go down with the ship. Yeah, man. You know, you got to save that. Yeah. Be nice. I mean, they couldn't. Uh, they would be great. Uh, cuisine is leaving. Yeah, and I'm sh- the food is great. Why don't they have like a little card on the boardwalk? I don't know. You know, just like a little frappe, a little breakfast thingy. I mean, you hate to reduce it down to that, but at least it's not completely going away.
1: Well, weren't they? Didn't they sell pizza out of there as well? hmm So what, what about the pizza shop? I don't know. Good question. This is a tragedy. That, <laughs> they, they haven't released more information? This is, I don't, where That's did you find the, this?
0: I found this on the Orlando Central website, and I heard it on several of the podcasts I would listen to, of course, and so I, I wasn't too sure if you've heard it, so I figured I'd bring it up on today's show. I mean, it's old, more or less old news, but... No, I was busy reading. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think, uh, I guess the Disney community doesn't find this as, um, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Toad, Mr. Toad epic. No. Of, of disappointments.
1: Because, yeah, again, this isn't a Disney thing. This is a, a Cat, Cat Core Core thing. thing. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to go straight to Cat. I'll have to. Yeah,
0: tweet maybe we can her. email
1: Cat Core and say, hey, man, what's up? Yeah. All right. So, moving on to our next topic. This is something that we didn't discuss last time that we probably should have. It, it was just like a jam packed show last week. Oh, yeah. And uh, trying to get everything in there that we could. But, um,. So they kind of gave us some concept art and and showed us what the new Polynesian um, lobby is going to look like. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, they've also announced that they're going to put in uh, a Trader Sam's in there. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto is what they called it. And they released the concept art of it, and it looked really, really, really cool. Oh, and they're also changing the name back to the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Okay, Was Village part of the original name? I think Village was, but I don't think Resort was. Disney Polynesian Village. Yeah, I think it was just. Disney yeah, Polynesian yeah, yeah, yeah. That village. sounds right. I was like, that doesn't sound quite right. Yeah, which which
0: po- is why they all had, all the uh, build uh, uh, the room buildings had different names. Yeah, to it, like the different villages and everything else. Yeah, you know, the, the, the okay. old the old ones like Tonga and Samoa and all that kind of business. Hmm. You know.
1: Um, well, anyway um so yeah so they've announced uh what they've announced that they're going to add the uh the trader sam uh grog grotto there i'm Mm -hmm. not sure where they're going to put that i can only imagine that's going to go upstairs um where that bar is for ohana well
0: no i think they're going to keep it downstairs I don't know where exactly they're going to put they're it. They're going to have w- two bars? In the yeah, because I, uh, th- I was reading some article, and I, I wish I remember what it was, but oh. you know, it's one of those things. They're going to keep it down there. Oh, around Captain Cook's and all I that I was going to say, uh, yeah. I know, I know. And the right, art. Yeah, okay. And they're going to keep... Right by the pool. Uh, they're going to keep... Uh, what's the name of the bar upstairs at Ohana? What is, uh, the Tambu Lounge. The Tambu Lounge, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. Tambu Lounge. Yeah, they said they're going to keep it because it services Ohana. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, that makes sense. You know, I can live with that." Yeah. And you know, you could almost literally bar hop within the Polynesian Village now in the main in the main guest house. You know, get a little sushi, maybe yeah, get a little you drink at the You're sushi right. bar, or whatever. Uh, right next, right by Kona. Little, a yeah, a little sake. Yeah, little sake. Then you hop over to Tambu Lounge and you get downstairs at Trader Sam's. You just kind of do a rotation of three <laughs> places. You know, get, maybe go to the new Captain Cooks and get yourself a Tonga Toast to kind of soak things up and then start over.
1: Well, you know, if you look at at some of the images of this, um, uh, of Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, mm-hmm. um, you can really kind of see, like, they're going to have some unique drinks there as well. Like, kind of like the, the Ohana and the, the Tambu Lounge is known for the Lapu Lapu. Right. I mean, if you look in here, at some of the concept art you, you see it's kind of weird. It's like a uh, it's like a tiki bar, kind of like Trader Sam's is in, in uh, what you call it, in Disneyland, but yeah. infused with twenty thousand leagues under the sea for some odd reason, huh? Because if you look at it, there's one of the helmets from uh, one of the helmets is, is displayed there on on the bar that yeah. that you that, you, that uh, the divers wore in twenty thousand leagues under the sea, and the kids drinking out of a a, a Nautilus. That'd actually be pretty cool. Yeah, did you see the Nautilus? Yeah, I saw, I saw that in the, con- the concept there. yeah. I mean, I don't, you're drinking out of a Nautilus. I don't need, I don't think you need an umbrella. <laughs> it kind of ruins it. And that and kid's 12, so maybe the Nautilus it's drink... It's a Shirley Tempo with an umbrella or something. Yeah. Maybe it's a Nautilus drink. And then yeah. there's a squid arm coming out, and it's grabbing beer somewhere. So you got the helmet, the squid arm, and yeah. the Nautilus there. So whatever reason... Uh, what and then the what you call it the, the pearl. Yeah. That, that's that's what I was referring to with the um, with the drinks, because apparently you take a pearl glass out of here and then that's how you make your drink. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah.
0: It could be a, it could be like a a Ventureland type uh
1: adventureland. Adventurous
0: club type experience but in
1: bar format. Yes. You know. And uh I mean kinda of like uh that's how Trader Sam's over in uh, Disneyland is. Yeah. yeah well, they yeah. have like these little uh like the, the ship that sinks, I believe right. is, is what what they have in the little bar back over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I
0: will see, actually, in maybe about two, three weeks. <laughs> three or four weeks. I'm looking forward to that trip. It's going to be great. I need pictures, man. Yeah, I'm going to tweet out pictures and send you pictures and everything else. Um, but, yeah, to, to know more about Trader Sam's out in Disneyland, uh, this website, endorexpress.net has a great article. And, actually, this website's your source for everything, Star Tours. So, it's a uh, website dedicated to Star Tours, and it looks great. Uh, he has a whole article regarding Trader Sam's and the artifacts that are within it. So if you want to know a little bit more about the Trader Sam's out in Disneyland and what's all about, that's probably what the, the, the feel and the theme of the Trader Sam's that we're going to get. It's going to be probably about the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll sh- I'll show you that article a little bit after we're done recording and stuff. It's actually pretty cool. I'll send it. And actually for you guys, I'll probably link it in our Facebook. So make sure you follow us on Facebook so you can get, a, a, you know, all those things.
1: You know, but kind of a bummer is that and all this concept art, the big water fountain in the waterfall that's normally in the middle of the lobby seems to be replaced by a much smaller one. A little trickle of, of what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, I don't know, uh, like there's a tiki guy and he stand, he's standing on like to be little waterfall. Uh huh. Which kind of sucks because I like the bigger waterfall. Oh yeah, I I was. In fact, I was kind of in favor of them taking that because it smelled like mildew, and I'm sure there was stuff growing in there and whatnot. But I mean, I I was kind of in favor of them doing away with it to come back with a better version. Yeah, this is not a better version. I don't like this version very much.
0: I don't. I I don't know if you remember. For some reason, when I when I go to the Polynesian, I remember the waterfall inside. Yeah, that's leading outside, all the way to the beach. Did they used to have that, or am I, am I dreaming things?
1: Now, I don't remember that, but I do okay. remember um, they used to have... Not used to have, golly. Um, I think it's um actually I could be thinking of wilderness lodge. You're thinking, thinking of that. wilderness lodge. Ah, okay, that's yeah. exactly what it is. They have a geyser and then they have like a uh, and the pool mm-hmm. has like a stream that leads into yeah, the Okay, that's what I'm That's thinking exactly... Of. and you mind. walk over a bridge over it. Yeah. So while I'm saying that, wouldn't that be cool to have a waterfall and a
0: rainforest <laughs> inside the lobby that leads all the way out to the beach? That would be cool. Yeah. So anyway. Just yeah.
1: use that for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what do you think about this the missing waterfall thing? I mean, you, you no no problem, Cause like that's like I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of walking into the Polynesian here and that water rushing here. in the. Water.
0: Yeah, I like the waterfall. I like the, uh, the humidity that happens in the lobby, too. Uh, I like that you have to walk around. But, I'm, you know, I'm willing to give it a shot and see what they're going to do with it. I'll be curious. I mean, I've seen concept art and everything else um but uh, I'm, a, I'm a reserved judgment until they build it and then you know i do in, but for the record i do enjoy the waterfall i like the waterfall no, i used to like sitting there
1: it's a little late to complain after they built it though. yeah yeah well i mean you know there's nothing i could do about it anyway <laughs> other than complain right no man you go in there and your stage is sit in save our waterfall <laughs> <laughs> make our own little waterfall with buckets and uh, exactly a little mini mountain We'll, of some we'll print out t-shirts yes that works Save the waterfall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) M-O-W-S-O-W.
0: I like that. Save our waters. Yeah. A waterfall. Anyway, on that note, uh, moving on. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is this thing that's been circling around on the internet about uh, how Pixar has been hiding things in our movies, their biggest secrets. And you sent me that email earlier in the week, and I actually saw it a couple times before. Um, but did you, you read the article and everything? You, you, you saw what they were talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it refers to the digits of A113 or A113. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you remember what it, it stands for?
1: Yeah, it's the classroom that um, Lasseter and uh, Brad Bird uh, over at Cal Art.
0: Yeah. It's where a lot of the Imagineers and the guys, the guys do the, that type of art who go study. and They learn their craft of animation and everything else. Anim- and not, Yeah, animation in that particular classroom at a university called the california institute of the arts you know and i just wanted to just talk a little bit about do you know anything about cal arts have you ever heard of it yeah, I've heard of it before a little bit. I, I mean, know it from like a music standpoint because I actually had a friend that went out there and got his master's at Cal Arts. And really? Saying, yeah, he well, said then, it was an awesome experience.
1: I was gonna say, then you know way more about it than I do.
0: Yeah, I know about the the music side of it because I, you know you probably heard that Walt Disney opened it as like a, a university for to, to house all the performing and visual arts. Yeah, you know, so all these guys could be under one roof studying and sharing ideas and getting experimental with everything. Yeah, and that's my that's the limit of what I know about right. it. I mean, yeah, it started in 1969 is when they first. Accepted their students, and uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Located in Valencia, California, you know, it's just a, it's a place where they can uh, uh, just meld ideas together, mm-hmm. you know, just to bounce off of each other. And it's like a oh, whole it's a massive complex, you know, computer graphics, traditional animation, uh, you got performing arts, world music, you got jazz now that started, uh, I think, in 1983 they opened up uh, the first jazz program and stuff and everything else. Really, really good school. It's all pass fail. At least when my friend went, he said it was all pass-fail. I don't know if they changed,
1: but I doubt it. That you know? is awesome. Yeah. You, so you so either the pass or fail. Yeah, you the pass or fail. You oh, either that's know great. or you don't.
0: You know, pretty safe, plain and simple. You know, and a friend of mine went out there to visit because he was thinking about doing his masters there, too. And he was just walking through the halls. You know, his, our, friend, our mutual friend was giving him a tour. And then, you know, out of nowhere down the hallway comes this African ensemble, drum ensemble with dancers and everything else just coming down through the hallways. You know, it's almost like a Pixar. Uh, if you ever seen the videos about Pixar and studios and all that, you know how it's like one big open space and just yeah, all yeah. kind of things happen. People, People riding f- bikes, throwing skateboards, balloons, skateboards yeah. yeah, everything. It seems like it's almost that kind of you know uh, atmosphere, yeah. You know, very, 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 very creative atmosphere. And that was the place I was actually looking forward to do. You know, if my life had went in a different direction, I would have been out there doing a masters as well. You know, but that you know, life. Life did something different to me, so I had I ended up staying here, which is okay. I'm good. Um, but, yeah, it's just a really, really good school out in Valencia, California, California Institute of the Arts. Um, he, he came up with the name because, you know, he's based it off of Caltech. Mm-hmm. He referred to Caltech, so he yeah. came up with Cal Arts. you know, same kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, you can see all this. I'll, I'll post it in the Facebook as well if you want to learn more about what California Institute of the Arts is. Um, whether you have somebody that's a, a child of your own or somebody in your family that wants to pursue that kind of thing, man, send them out there. I always teach, tell my students, like, the best if you want to do this craft, you know, you got to put yourself in the markets that allow for it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so if you want to be a Broadway musician, you got to go up to New York and work right. your way into that scene. You got you got to pay your dues, so to speak. You know, yeah, it's not like you could get a d- degree in Timbuktu and then show up and like, here I am. <laughs>
1: it's like, no, no. For every time I, whenever people see me when I'm any artwork I do, any drawing, they're always like, "You need to go work for Disney." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, that's true. I just have to relocate my entire family." Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's not as easy as yeah. If if you want to, if you want a job in, in animation, yeah, uh, you know, just you got to go where the market is. Yeah, you, you have to. You have to go where yeah. the market is.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, I could learn it from here. So anyway, yeah, I'll post a link in the in the Facebook and also in the show notes linking to the history of Institute through the arts uh, for those that are interested. Next topic. All right, man. The last thing I want to talk about is this little T-shirt shop that I, I discovered. Um, of course, you know, I, I talk about it every now and then. I'm a member of the WW, WDW Kingdom Cast podcast Facebook group. One mm-hmm. there, the, little, uh, the little private group thing that they have going on there. So I interact with a lot of guys from their show and, and a lot of their guest hosts. And this particular T-shirt shop is run by um, a dude named Nomius. Nomius? Yes, Nomius, pretty killer, huh? <laughs> is that his real name? I, I don't know if it's a real name, but you know, uh, I'm okay if it is. Because <laughs> I mean, who's named Nomius? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. his... it, could need... it could be. It could be. I guess if Nomius, well, no, maybe Nomius just Nomius. It's kind of like Prince. So we'll leave the anonymity. You know, so is you can't to... you can't spell Nomius? It's a symbol. No, well, no, no, it's not like that. You know, you can actually spell Nomius. There's, there's a word. <laughs> you can do that. Although, that'd be pretty cool, you know, if he wants to turn his name into a symbol. It sounds like a guy from The Matrix. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. It is. But very, very dizzy. But anyway, he's an urban explorer, so it even gets better. Oh. If you're familiar with urban explorers and stuff, the guys that, you know, go into abandoned parks and this, that, and the other and explore things. hmm You know, he actually came here to New Orleans to the Jazzland, or I guess Six Flags when he came. Oh, the abandoned. abandoned. Yeah, the abandoned. He, came, he explored that whole area and snuck in and all that kind of business. Or
1: Boy, wasn't that like a Scooby-Doo uh, episode coming to light? Like, you know, like every time mm-hmm. the Scooby and the gang would always ab- explore yeah. some abandoned amusement park. I mean, that when when I saw the footage of that, that yeah. was kind of creepy looking. Yeah, but anyway, so
0: on RedBubble.com, if you go to RedBubble.com, and I'll post a link in f- Facebook and stuff and then show notes, um, it, you look, search for the Department of Citrus. That's the name of his... Uh, um, uh, t-shirt store on Redbubble. And hey, come, uh, you looking it up or? Yeah, I'm looking. Okay, it up. yeah, Redbubble.com and search for Department of Citrus. and then you'll have all these very unique shirts that you might not see anywhere else. I, you know, the Kingdom Cast guys always talk about it and you know he posted something about uh, uh, the Future Core thing and which I absolutely fell in love because I was a big. You remember Future Core? Did you ever get a chance to see Future Core when they were down in Epcot?
1: Uh, There's a little uh, brass band, drum th- drum and bugle core type thing. I'm sorry, I was... Doing? Oh, you're searching for it? Yeah, I was searching yeah. for it. I, I kind of missed what you just said there. Oh, no, um, it's okay. All I see is, is... No, I don't remember that, to be honest with you. But yeah. all I see here is a product of the Florida Sunshine Tree. Everything Department of Citrus. Is there a link?
0: That, does, it, does it have a little thing on the right side that has all the pictures of their t-shirts and stuff?
1: Okay, okay.
0: On the right-hand side, you see it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Disney not Disney?
0: Yeah. So you click on it, you see all the different designs of his T-shirts and stuff. He incorporates oh, you know, some, old, some older characters like the little orange bird and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mapo. Nice. <laughs> you know, the Mary what's Poppins the, what's thing. What's Mapo? Wait.
1: That was the Mary Poppins. Uh, 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 I mean, I know it's the first two letters of her, fir- her first name and her last name. Oh, my God. Is that like Mickey is a garbage pail kid? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Florida Sunshine Tree,
1: all the different uh, uh, things to... Uh, oh, I love their Haunted Mansion uh, stretching portraits. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool.
0: Oh, um, Ma- okay. So, Mapo. You asked about Mapo. Mapo was the uh, manufacturing arm of Wed Enterprises.
1: Is that what that is? Yeah, okay.
0: which they got the name from Mary Poppins, of course. Because you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they had some animatronics in the actual movie. You know, the little uh, umbrella thing and all that, the puppetry. So, that's pretty much what that is. So he has some t-shirts like that, Epcot's 30th. It's actually really, really neat. I posted a link up on our Facebook for the listeners that'll, uh, uh, um, to check out earlier this week. Um, so you'll get to, and he has stickers. You can get you buy the, little, the old D stickers, you know, with the world in it, with the Mickey ears. Okay. Uh, and then down, what caught my attention was all the, the new stuff, the Future Core. He has shirts, a Future Core band and all that kind of business. Mm-hmm which is a homage to the old performing group that used to be in Epcot. You know, it was like a drum and bugle corps. Uh, you could buy all these on designs on your own T-shirt and everything else uh, or uh, any other kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, man, what do you think?
1: How much are they? I, I, was trying I to don't figure, know. I was trying to price them.
0: Uh, so I'm looking at one. It's like 22 dollars depending okay. on the size that you get. Yeah, you
1: know. that's what I'm looking at. So you're looking at about $25 a T-shirt. Yeah,
0: about $25 a T-shirt. And I know Redbubble gets a cut. It's kind of like our spread shirt thing if we ever get it off the ground. Mm -hmm. they take a cut and they get and and nomius will get a little bit but yeah definitely check that out the links in there i'll put that in the show notes as well but man just some unique disney shirts that you may not see definitely not from disney uh but stuff that you know pays homage to things that you know for guys our age at least that we miss and love you know
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right let's head on to the hub So, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to do our very, 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 very first ever book review, and we're starting with a big one. Uh, we're starting with a book written by a fellow Disney podcaster in the Disney fan universe uh, by the name of Mr. Lou Mangello. Who? Lou Mangello. <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> of the WDW radio show, and uh, he came out with a new book called 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World, available for download... Uh, uh, from Amazon and everything else, so you can get a hard copy as well. Uh, but before we start, I just wanted to say we're we're in no way affiliated with Lou Mangiello, uh, other than the fact that he gave us a book to review, if mm-hmm. a free book to review. That's about the extent of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's not giving us any money for this opinion or anything else or soliciting anything else other than that. But you if know, he
1: wanted to, we wouldn't be
0: opposed. To yeah, it. we wouldn't. We want to. We want to pose a little help, you know, from some <laughs> young, a uh, uh, young up and coming. Are we young? <laughs>
1: How old's Lou? Yeah, I think he's about our age. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. He's accomplished a lot more than we have.
0: Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he started doing this and we earlier than we... Back in 2005, he started doing
1: this. Yeah, but he went to law school, too. Yeah, that's true, yeah. He's good at all that.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway. the
1: reason there's more people listening to him, I guess. That's right. So yeah. if
0: you want to toss any people our way, Lou, go for it. But <laughs> anyway, uh, that's beside the point. But yeah, other than the extent of that, you know, we're in, uh, all the opinions are the Magic Our Way podcast... Had no intention to hurt or maim anybody, even small animals. So uh, let's get on with the show, man. Uh, just a little disclaimer as well. The version of the book that we're reading is uh, the PDF version. You can also get a hard copy version in the bookstores, just like his trivia books and stuff.
1: But this is the the PDF version of the book. Uh, what did you think of that, man? I think the PDF version is the way to go. I, you know, I don't know why um, I don't know why you would want to go ahead and get the hardcover of the book because so many so many things that he discusses he he provides you with a link and I don't know how this reflects in the book yeah he provides you with a link that if you click on it it takes you right to uh the web page that you need to be on to yeah. look like it, it, if there's you know it's like you need to check such and such various offers he'll give you the link to it yeah. you click it and you can look at that or if he's discussing a topic and he might touch on it for two seconds like oh my god that's really interesting I like to hear more and he's like Check out show number, blah, 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 blah where we discussed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the f- just for the hyperlinks alone, yeah. I mean, to me, that's, that's almost like a, a quarter of the book. I right. mean, that, yeah. a quarter of what you can enjoy out of the book. Yeah, it's even
0: more information than you're getting out the book that you're getting linked to. You mm-hmm. know, you know, I was actually going to uh, try to stop by a store and see if I could pick it up. I didn't know if it was available in like Barnes & Noble or anything else. But I want to pick up a store. Just not going to have something to compare the hard copy with. So, you know, I like to have the tech the tactile hard copies of books and stuff and everything else even though if i get the pdf you know yeah i'm I'm the same same way way. like cds i don't like downloading just mp3s Mm -hmm. you know i like to have the full cd and that little booklet where sometimes they have some you know good information and stuff regarding the cd or the recordings or lyrics and stuff uh but in this case man for this particular type book man i think pdf download is the way to go
1: yeah i'm like you i I fight the uh I fight the urge to switch over to doing Kindle, and and mm-hmm. you know I, I've downloaded like a, oh my God, Marty Sklar's book has been sitting on my iPhone forever, and I actually did buy the hardcover copy, and I've never yeah, gotten to. We both did actually. To, yeah, but um, anyway, yeah, I've I've always resisted the urge to go ahead and 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 go digital, but right. this is the way it works. I mean, you know, this this gives you. It's like um, I always fought the urge to switch from VHS to DVD. Right. Until all of a sudden DVDs offered you all these little special extras that you couldn't get right. from the VHS. And so once that happened I switched over, I embraced a better quality, but would entice me to do it with all these extra features. Yeah. Same way here. Uh, I think this is a better way to do it. And you're doing a book like this. If you have yeah. all these hyperlinks that just takes you, it's like, look, this is where you need to go. And to save time, just click right here and you'll be fine. Bookmark that. That's good. Yeah, if good. there's
0: a, a, the epitome of plussing something, mm-hmm. this would be the best way to plus a book is just with all the hyperlinks. I mean, for this particular type, and for fiction, you know, I don't know. Not really, unless you're kind of a fiction story and you're referencing an alternate universe or whatever. But mm-hmm. in this particular book where, you know, he's giving you information and stuff that he's compiled over the years, I mean, it's great. You know, he links to some of his podcasts. He links to some of the uh disney websites various things you know which we'll get into in a little bit uh but i mean if you had a choice uh, to our listeners man if you decide to buy this book you know which you know it'd be good for you to have in your uh repertoire of disney literature you know along with the trivia books and whatever else you know burn bomb guides unofficial guides this that and the other um at least for now for this point in time i'm sure he's gonna have to revise it you mm-hmm. know down the road as things change and everything else you know it's uh, like, like Walt said, it's an ever ongoing, evolving park. You know, mm-hmm. so he, I'm sure he's going to have version twos and threes and fours coming down the pipe with this book. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things, you know, uh, just from reading through the book, have almost stand the test of time for a little bit. Some of the tricks and stuff. But before we get into the actual information and everything else, um, man, what did you
1: think about the pictures in the book? I like them. I mean, they, they were very um, vivid. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely. Couldn't, you couldn't get that. Again, from a, from a paperback version, I mean, the colors just jump off the page. Yeah. I mean, they're gorgeous. I mean, yeah.
0: absolutely gorgeous, especially... I'm looking at it on my iPad with a retina display, and it looks... You know, the pictures are just absolutely amazing that he uses for this book. So that's a treat in and of itself. You know, you get these little stills. Um, I know you got that postcard book from Disneyland and, you know, whatever... I forget what it was called. Uh, but that, Oh, it's the Disneyland Nickel Tour. Yeah, the Nickel Tour. That's kind of cool. I mean, this is almost... You know, it's not as many pictures as that, but, I mean, the graphics, I think... Like I'm looking at the partner statue, just look amazing—the colors and mm-hmm. everything else. And you know, every time I got to a picture, it just you know made me a little happier. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, he, you know, it's it's cool. He talks about the book, and you know, and you're probably wondering why not why 102 and not 101. Did you remember that story when you were
1: reading it? Yeah, it was because uh, 101 it means that the uh, rides down. Yeah, the
0: rides down, and when it's back up, it's 102. You know, mm-hmm. but many people are probably thinking, well, oh, 101 Dalmatians." Say, oh, no, not really. <laughs> you know, in Disney Lingo and Walt Disney World Park, the theme park thing. Yeah, 101, and 102 are two different things. Uh, so that I thought that was a pretty neat little piece, bit of trivia. And and he does that throughout their book. You know, he has these little purple boxes or what I ended up calling them. You know, where he has like little bits and pieces of. Uh, uh, um, a trivia or things, uh, what do you call them? Um, I, I don't think it calls them anything, but yeah, he has these little purple boxes with the white font that gives you just a little uh, piece of history, trivia, with, depending on whatever, associated with whatever he's talking about, mm-hmm. you know, or something pertinent. Could be Maybe it's an addition, like since the book was published, uh, or when he was about to publish a book, some in, uh, additional information, like right now I'm looking at... Uh, He talks, uh, this purple box that talks about the introduction of My Magic Plus, which happened late last year, you know, which is about the time when this book was about to come out. So, you know, it's just, it's it's actually really, really, really neat. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cool thing about the book, it's not just 102 ways, you know. Of course, if you ever listen to a show, it's 102, it gives you a list, you know, like top 10 lists. And there's also a little sub list within each list. So, I mean, there's actually a lot of information in this book, which I, you know, for the, the person that's almost semi-inexperienced, or maybe even for the veteran, might be really good to note. You know, like I'm reading, I'm reading through, it's like a lot of these things, like, yeah, I knew, I knew about this, I knew about that, you know, because I, you know, I listen to the podcast and everything else. Mm-hmm. But there's also some things that I didn't know, you know, I went and circled some throughout the book and everything else. But, what I'm trying to get at, yeah, he gives you 102, but he also gives you the bonus 40 at the end on how to save money. Which I thought was interesting because we did a, a. It was like a, a bonus forty
1: of uh, forty things that you can do for free, for free, yeah, yeah. for
0: free in Disney World. We kind of we kind of did a list like that on the show. We're reading from somebody else's thing uh, a couple of weeks back, you know. Mm-hmm. So I actually thought that was kind of neat to have that in like a hard print kind of thing, mm-hmm. something not as I guess volatile as like an internet thing that might just disappear all of a sudden, poof. <laughs> in this case, it's PDF or hard copy. It's Nothing on the internet us. ever goes away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it just gets buried. Everything, but I mean, you know, the layout of the book is great. It's like an outline format. You know, it has your main topics, you know, you could easily find you from the chapter, the table of contents, you could pretty much find whatever you're looking for. I mean, you don't have to do what we did. I mean, in my opinion, you don't have to do what we did and just read it from cover to cover, although you can. But like, say, if you're looking for information, like, okay, I'm trying to book this trip. When can I go? You can go straight to that chapter about when can I go. Yeah. And read all those little tips and tricks and stuff to kind
1: of enhance your uh, um, your your trip, mm-hmm. you know? Um Yeah, so like if you know, it's like look, I understand the basics of of booking a flight. I understand how that works. Yeah, let me just go to what I need to pack. There's a whole thing for that. Yeah, there's a whole thing for that. So yeah, you can go very easily and very quickly to the sections that you need to, you know, the stuff that you might not know. Yeah, you know, like, and he gets into some in-depth detail about certain things that you might already know of. Yeah, and 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 that's going to be the difficulty in talking about this because obviously you don't want to reveal any of his. yeah, you know, it's hard to do it without revealing. Well, <laughs> like, I know I'm going to reveal stuff because there's some stuff I didn't know. Well, <laughs> you know, that's what I thought was really, really cool. Absolutely. But, I mean, you don't want to, like, give away all this content for free. Oh, <laughs> no, know? absolutely not. You know, you no. don't want to, like, take his, his best stuff and say, like, oh, okay, well, here, here you know... All you Disney fans, uh, y'all pretty much know how to get around, but did you know A, B, C, and D? These right. are the four things that I didn't know. Right. Because that's one of the things, like, you know, going into reading this, I kind of walked in with that attitude. Like, th- there can't possibly be anything on here that I don't already know. Right. And I didn't make it past the first 20 pages for I was like, oh, I'll be, damn! wow, I can write that one well, down. Well, I'll be darned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean, don't get me wrong. There was never any, like, hallelujah moment where you're like, yeah. oh. It's like, oh, there's a. Way to save a fortune. No, I mean, they're pretty practical tips and stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, they're I, doable. I knew that, but yeah. I didn't know that element of that. So, I mean,. But for somebody who's never gone or is gone once and then really realized, oh my God, this is, w- I got yeah. myself in neck deep. I didn't make any reservations going. I didn't realize how much more expensive things yeah. were going to be. I only stayed this amount of time. It, to me, this is perfect for somebody who went to Disney for the first time, got right. the bug, and is like, okay, I'm going to go back, but. How can I, ne- I make it better? Yeah, I need yeah. to be prepared going back. Right, right. No, I absolutely
0: agree with that. Um, uh, this is chock full of information that you're, you're going to be able to use. Uh, in order to make your next trip even better. I mean, yeah, you have all the internet. Uh, you could probably search for it all on the internet. I'm sure there's a bunch of articles on this uh, very same topic, but, you know, Lou has decided to put it all into one particular book. It kind of reminds me of, um, back you know, I guess, back when I was uh, starting to learn drumming in high school in the early 90s and stuff. Uh, the guy by the name of John Wooten who teaches up at USM, uh, University of Southern Mississippi, he came out with the Rudimental Reference Guide. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's 40 drum rudiments that, you know, usually a drummer has to study and learn. And his was one of the first books from, from my knowledge that have come out with all, that addresses all 40 rudiments with exercises to get them prepared and everything else. You know, he kind of puts, puts it all into one handy little package where they had books before, but they may have covered like, the, they used to have a 13 essential, which became part of the 40 and just it, maybe rudiments here and there and everywhere. But he kind of put it all into one kind of Bible, so to speak. And I think, well, that's what Luke kind of did here. As you know, we have all these tips and tricks that all the Disney veterans have come up with. They're all over the Internet. This place, that place, you know, on the podcast and everything else. And it seems like he's kind of the first one to say, hey, let me put it all into one handy little Bible. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, it's, you know, of course, like we said, it's ever evolving. It's never going to be complete. And may never be as thorough as one wanted to be, but I mean that's just the nature of the, how th- this particular book is going to be. You know, there's going to be some tricks that may not work anymore because something doesn't exist, or, or because Disney read his book
1: and they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, we need to." Yeah, we need to fix this. Start right, charging right, right. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I, I,
0: you know, it's it's a little handy little resource, you know, for somebody that's like I said, uh, maybe he's gone once, or you know, even if would you recommend it? Somebody who's never been to kind of add would you would you throw him just throw this book at him
1: yes but with the caveat of you're going to don't blow your, your little mind because right th- there is a sense that you got to go in there and you got to experience it for yourself to find out just how in over your head you are right. before you like his big method, message in the book and I think it's a great message is, is that he, the point of the book is to help you maximize your vacation dollar right. without sacrificing any of the quality of your vacation. Right. And I think when you first go into doing a Disney vacation, and I know my wife and I, uh, we enjoy doing it like this, this is the first time we went in there. It's like, let's just do what we want to do. Right. And you go off and you do everything that you want to do. And you don't worry about the cost. You don't worry about the price. Right. And you just enjoy it. And you, you start to realize, Oh my God, that adds up that when you get home and you got to pay the bills, you're like, ugh, right. we need to start, prioritizing and cutting here and there right but the very first trip we went on we we did everything yeah at least everything that we had the time to do do. right right yeah so i think this is better off like let let the first
0: go your first get your
1: feet wet get a taste for it have a sense of knowing what to do because i mean he's gonna he'll reference things in there that you're like where's that at i've never what is that what is it this what is it you're gonna be so in over your head at first yeah. That you, you kind of. You I think it makes s- sense
0: because, you, yeah, your first time trip, you're going to be inundated mm-hmm. with so much information regarding yeah. this trip that even to throw this on top of it, it might be a little bit overwhelming. All you right. Know?
1: You'll still be trying to figure out your, you know, mag- uh, not Magic Our Way. <laughs> your um, oh, mag- speaking of that, My Magic Plus app. Well, did we, we got, got an app? app? <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. Not an app, but did you did you notice when you're reading through the book and every time you saw Magic Your Way, you got thrown off a little yes, bit? Yes. I did. It did. It did. Yeah, every time I read Magic Your Way, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, okay. That's, that's, how I based, that's actually where we
1: based our name off of the, the ticket. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to be worried about that. Your park hopper, getting yeah. your reservations straight and everything like that. And there's going to be so much information. Although now, I mean, that, that my Magic Plus thing, I mean, stores your... your yeah. It stores your, your reservations, your your uh, tickets, tickets, everything you know, like that. So, I mean... Yeah. And your fast pass is all in one place. So I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe uh, the first time vacation goer has a, a sense of you know more of what they want to do. I mean, right. I'm sure there's people going into it that that know off the bat that they want to save money. Right. But uh, it's like uh, one of the tips in there, and I don't think I'm giving anything too bad away here. Yeah. Is join a Disney Vacation Club. Right. How, you can't know to do that until you've gone there. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you've seen the kiosk yeah. and you understand a little bit more about it. Because he gives you kind of a rough like little go-through yeah. of it. Yeah, a little quick sketch of it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, go visit. Yeah, yeah, Go see it and really understand what it is first.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the things I like, and he know, I noticed he did this throughout the book, is that he always gives both sides of the coins, you know? Yeah. like uh, First of all, I'm looking at this particular section. He has a section called Driving to and in Disney, you know? Um, so he has, and he has a subtitle that says to drive or not to drive or to rent a car or don't. So, uh, which is a conversation that you and I had last time we went. Yeah. Yeah. And actually on next trip, we're going to, we're going to do something different. But anyway, um, tip 36, he says, don't rent a car. And then he gives you all his ways that you can save money or the reasons for why you wouldn't have to want to rent a car. But tip 37, he follows up, well, rent a car. And this is how you rent a car, and this is how you save it. That does go through all the tips. So I like that he goes through that. You know, I guess very lawyer-like. You know, he, mm-hmm. he can see both sides of the coins. You know, see the, the full story. Um, because just like we did when our podcast trip was like, you know, I tried the whole Disney transportation thing. You know, I've always been a driver whenever I go to the parks, and so I gave it a shot. And so, you know, I have my opinions on that kind of thing, and I'm glad he addresses both things, not saying mm-hmm. here this is how you do it. Um, I like how he says, if you're gonna do it this way, this is what you can do to save money. If you do it this way, this is what you can do. You mm-hmm. know, the same thing with like renting strollers in the parks. You know, he does the exact same kind of deal too. Um, so yeah, also you buy this book and you, you, he says too. If there's some things that he left out, you know, shoot him an email and let him know. You know, um, like there's something about discounts. You know, he mentions AAA, WRP, uh, wholesale clubs like Costco and stuff like that. And something that I think he left out. Uh, it might worth a mention if you're a pro- member of like a professional group, you know, like I'm a member of the Musicians Union, the American Federation of Musicians, and they have rental car discount tickets that I get. I can book travel through uh, the union the what union you know, website, the union, what they call Union Plus thing, you know, mm-hmm. all, all different kind of uh, uh, um, discounts in that little area, too. And, you know, maybe not just unions, but other professional organizations like a teacher's organization or something like that. You may get discounts. I know Hertz and Avis, they have all kinds of stuff, you yeah. know, if you wanted to rent a car and everything else like that. Um, so there's, there's there's a couple of things, you know. Um, there is one thing I wanted to talk about, though. You you mentioned something about skipping the rental insurance, which is do you get rental insurance when you, like, if you were to rent a car, if you do anything I've ever done? Have uh, you ever, to
1: be honest with you, I've never, no, no, no. no. I take that back. One time I rented a car. Yeah. And then, no, I did not get the rental insurance yeah. because I, it's, a, you, you already have insurance. Right. Right, yeah,
0: I um, and, and see, I I kind of go back and forth because my wife and I, well, we were, we were dating, still dating at the time. We went to, to Hawaii, and um, I usually don't get the rental insurance, but I'm glad I did that time, you know. And I paid a little extra for the rental insurance because we actually got into a, like an accident, a <laughs> hit and run, <laughs> you know. And and instead of dealing with all the stuff with the ins, with my particular insurance, you know. Uh, and all that rigmarole, it, it was pretty much all I, I had to do was just drop off the keys and I was responsible for anything mm-hmm. just because I paid a little extra. You know, would I recommend that every time? Maybe, maybe not. You know, I just come from a, a, just a different experience of it just because, uh, you know, if I didn't have it, you know, I'd have to do, I, I mean, it's a little more legwork, paperwork dealing with uh, the, my insurance and everything else all the way out in Hawaii. So I was thankful to have the renters insurance. Do I do I do that every time now? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I know I'm going to be driving a lot, I might. You know, if I'm not going to be driving as much, then I probably won't. You know, because I unless somebody hits me while I'm parked. You know, that's about the only way that I'm going to have to worry about doing anything with the car. Um, but yeah, it is a good idea. Skip the rental insurance. But in my case, you know, sometimes you know I get a little paranoid. It might be it might be a good idea. You mm-hmm. know. Um. There's another thing here: list of different things about finding cheap gas while you're driving, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. You know, things like I'll, I'll just say it because you know, people can probably Google it.
1: Gas Buddy and Cheap Gas are two little websites so you can search for gas. Have you heard of these things? No. In fact, those are one of a couple of things. Like I said, you start taking notes. Those are two of the yeah. things that I wrote down.
0: I had no idea. I thought mm-hmm. that was uh, I thought that was really 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 cool. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Although um, I will say one time before, I mean, like I you do that kind of search especially like around here they're going to direct you to a lot of those discount zone type gas places yeah, where they have the cheapest yeah. gas and i remember one time getting a bad tank of gas because of that right right and you went in and my mechanic fussed at me he's like dude it's your car it's an investment spend, right. a, spend a little extra on the gas
0: right right yeah make sure that yeah as you're putting it on the inside so you know, yeah
1: it's not as easy to clean the inside <laughs> as it is the outside so right exactly so yeah um as far as that goes, yes, I think that that works well. But just, I, you know, I, I would uh, weigh the cost benefit mm-hmm. analysis of going with one of the discount, yeah, and and, and a um a reputable place like yeah um, Shell or Exxon or something. Right.
0: Like that. Um. Uh. Speaking of discount things, he has this little thing number forty two. Be wary of discount tickets. You know. Yeah. Like, yes. like, you talk about the shops like a one ninety two. You know. Mm-hmm that usually kinda of lead you to a timeshare and everything else. But he doesn't make mention of the earmark ticking companies that you see online, like undercover tourists, or OrlandoTickets.com, things that actually say Disney earmarked uh, official ticket seller, reseller.
1: You know, I was going to ask you about that because I remember, like, when, when we were going to Disney, you suggested one of those sites for me to go to to buy my tickets through. Right, yeah. And it ended up, like, I called up Disney, and while I was on the phone with them, like, I don't know, it slipped my mind I was on the phone with them, I asked them about yeah. it, they gave me a price, I'm like, that's fine, I don't feel like, right. you know, and he makes one of those points in the books as well, is that you yeah, know, you got to weigh, you know, the cost-benefit analysis from... The standpoint of how much time do I want to, how much money do I want to put in this, and because right. you know, time is money, right. how much of my time do I want to spend? Yeah, tracking stuff down, tracking deals down, kind yeah. of
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the discounts on those earmarked websites. I mean, they're not major. You right, know? they're not huge. Disney gives them a little discount for buying the tickets at wholesale, which they re. They take those savings and basically retail. I think either Lou or WDW Today or one of those guys actually did a show on it mm-hmm. about the, the earmarked uh, uh, tickets resellers and how that actually works versus, like, the discount shops that you see on, like, on 192 or any of the other state roads and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, there are some, repl- like, undercover tourists I bought from them numerous times before I got my annual pass. And I've never had any issues. And they usually say allow five weeks. And I've usually gotten it really, really quick. You know, and they're they're legitimate tickets, you know, Mm -hmm. I I, I definitely trust them and everything else. Speaking of which, uh, discounts again, uh, he talks about the Tables of Wonderland card, which you had experience with when we went down. Yeah. Um, uh, He talks about, and I think he mentions this later in the book, but just uh, for you guys, you know, you save 20% with the Tables of Wonderland card but they also tack on an automatic 18% gratuity regardless. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, the good thing is a 20% discount will be food as well as alcohol, mm-hmm. You know, which the Disney Dining plan doesn't do. Um, but, yeah, you're also going to get an 18% gratuity, which you think, ah, oh, they're only saving 2%, but not really. Because if you think about it, if you didn't save the 20% they and you stuck, I guess you could, I don't know, you still would have, I guess, a minimum of like a 15% gratuity to your meal, right? Yeah. So, in essence, you're kind of saving the saving a little bit yeah you know i mean it's not a lot i wouldn't no. say that the, the tables of wonderland discounts a not a lot but um it's a, at least it's something
1: well you know it adds up i yeah. mean because when you're there you're not there for you know one day you're there for five days a week right and so if you save 10 bucks the first time by the end of the by the end of the trip it yep. might be you know closer to 50 yeah um and he does that, and one of the things that he does uh, in the book is that he gives you um, what the range of what you can save by trying this particular tip or that particular tip, yeah. which, which I really enjoyed. And you kind of said another thing that he kind of touched on when we were talking about that uh, the tables in Wonderland thing. He kind of gave a lot of tips about the annual pass, yeah, yeah. which uh, that that is connected to that, and I, I I enjoyed that immensely because I remember I was having this conversation. I remember uh, Sean was complaining about um, the lines over and. Uh, uh, with the fast pass plus with, with stuff. the fast pass plus yeah. for annual pass holders and i made that exact same point in saying that you know if you go there for 5 or 6 days right you're really not that far off from the annual pass right so you know i remember one time in particular i ended up paying more than what it would have been for an annual pass cuz we went there for 10 days yeah yeah um and i should have known enough to do it then and that that's where this book would have come in a, a, a lot more handy i yeah. can tell you that
0: but um well, speaking about the annual pass, he does mention something about discounts if you renew it. And I know, like for as of right now, the DVC discount is like at least a hundred dollars difference than what the regular guy would do a renewal at. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's a hundred dollars cheaper than a new one, I guess, versus like a renewal for the other guys, which I think it's a little bit less, uh, a bit less. Oh, you know, he talks about pin codes. Have you ever gotten a pin code?
1: Actually, you it's know what. Of- I- I, d- I didn't look, but I mean I've got I got an email today. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, like uh, hey, guess what? We generated a special offer for you: free dining uh-huh. whenever you book. And I can look at it actually if you'd like and <laughs> I'd see be if curious
0: because I've never gotten a Well, you know, what? maybe I should read things better, or just open the emails that I get. Maybe maybe <laughs> it's in there. I just don't know it, or maybe I need to update my email address.
1: <laughs> that
0: that could probably be part of the
1: issue. That might be it, you know.
0: All right, so one of the things that I really enjoyed reading in this book was about shipping your luggage and stuff. Or shipping your stuff that you want in the parks. Did you, re- you remember reading that section? Yes, I did. I thought that was really I've never done that before, and I think for the next podcast trip I might do that.
1: Wow. You know, it's funny that you said that because there's a lot of like good tips that I wrote down. There's a lot of stuff I got to. I was like, Yeah. <sighs> how practical is this? How how, do I really, is that something? And that was one of the ones I'm like, who like, if you're going over there for like five days to a week, do you really need to ship your stuff in advance of going? I mean,
0: yes, it's the thing. I never take that much stuff to have to ship it
1: because like, like all, like both of your girls were over the age of three. Yeah. So you got to buy them a plane ticket, right? Right. Well, each of them get a bag, right? Right. So, I mean, I can see if you're trying to save baggage fees, Yeah. but I mean, when the kids each get a bag, Plus, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a sense of well, I don't want to carry because my daughter's she, yeah, she's over the age, but she's a four. She can't carry. She her can't carry. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. Can't move the suitcase, so yeah. maybe then in that situation, yeah, I could see that being a, a mm-hmm. thing where you can you can use that. I just I remember seeing that part of it and just being like, eh, that's just it's not very like I could pack. We we just have one girl and mm-hmm. we could pack her stuff with our stuff and be just fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing I noticed throughout the book that he didn't really mention. And probably, I don't know if it's just because of endorsement things or whatever else, but um, he didn't mention, like, the off-site things. Like I, like, I have the owner's locker thing. Yeah, that was, a, that was
1: one thing I did not see mentioned in yeah. there. I was waiting to find that, but I didn't. Like, owner's
0: locker or Orlando stroller rentals, those things, you know, the guys that kind of, I guess, kind of compete with Disney. Because he talks about renting a stroller, whether or not to bring your own or rent one. Uh, rent one from the parks. That's about the extent of it, you know? So I was like, you know, there's things like rent com, where the, you, know, you can rent a stroller and they'll drop it off at your resort and all you have to do is drop it off back when you check out mm. and they'll pick it up. They'll drop it off and pick it up from your resort and you don't have to worry, really worry about it. So is the owner's locker thing, that's not a Disney thing? No, it's not a Disney thing. This oh. guy came up with it. Yeah, it's an offsite thing. It's a totally different thing that he came up with specifically for the DVC guys. Like, I got you. Uh, it's basically like pods, you know, like but but like small purple boxes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he drops the box off at your place and you load it up with stuff that, you know, you only use at the park. So that's what I did, mm-hmm. you know. And then it goes into storage, you know, for a very small fee. Um, and then, it, you know, when you're ready to come back, then he drops it off again and uses stuff that you have. Like I have my... Bag that I use in the parks, if you have to remember that gray bag that I used, that yeah, little yeah. sling bag thing. Mm-hmm. And my ponchos I keep in there, my Brita water filter with my water bottles. I keep all that stuff. I used to keep Wi-Fi router, but I don't really need that now, you know. No. Even though it'd be nice. but Unless you go to Paris. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice to have the Wi-Fi router, but, you know, the, the, the internet cables in the room don't work anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure my Wi-Fi router would be better than what they're yeah in some the places, you know. <laughs> the Internet in the room is just awful. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you've we, heard us speak about that before. But, um, you know, there's a lot of good things. The whole thing about the Ziploc bags I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Having a Ziploc bag for wet and a Ziploc bag for dry. Not to give it that one tip, but that, that's one. But I just thought I had to mention that. That's a really good idea. You know, especially as, a, as I get my kids and they start to get a little older, it would be nice to keep things organized like that. Mm-hmm. Especially when I know, you know, if when we go in the summer, they're going to want to run around those little fountains and stuff that they have all over the place but yeah you know
1: that was the one thing my daughter really gravitated towards last time we were over there i mean yeah yeah that that was it oh, running through water I, I get that you know these boat rides and i gotta climb into this and put this on and lock in and right. i don't get all that stuff but oh running through water i got that Yep. um so one of the things he talks about is the
0: earl of sandwich you know, which is a great place to eat. You know, they do give some discounts and I just wanted to mention, which I don't think he mentioned, but AAA. a, Oh, you get, uh, what is it? Um, he talks about how much you can save by just eating there as far as money wise. But, uh, you, you do get a discount if you're a AAA member, mm-hmm. about 30% discount off your meal at Earl a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure that as of, as a you know, recently that's pretty much the same. Cause I went there like Thanksgiving so I don't know if they've changed it anytime soon. But that was something that some old guy in line told me about. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, you got you got, a AAA, you got a AAA card? I was like, yeah, I do. It's like, oh, you get 30% discount, man. Don't forget, use it. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, great. I gave him the card. And it's like,
1: yeah, 30% off. Holy Moses, how you like that? That's great. Yeah. And then that's a, one of the problems is a lot of this stuff is hidden. Like I'll tell you. The one thing that really got to me. And this is this is one of the tips that I, I will yeah. mention again. In in the sense that I don't think it's a t- it shouldn't be a tip. This should not be a tip because th- if this is the case, you should be aware of this I, every single time we've gone to Disney, except for when you and I went. Yeah. We've gotten the dining plan. Right. No one has ever once told me that that refillable mug is included. Oh really? Yes. No, I'm no kidding. No one once told me that refillable mug is included in the cost of my dining plan. So did you have to buy? Did you buy another? Yes. Mug? So oh, we wow. bought. We would buy the mug every single time we got there. It's like okay, well, we're here for five, seven days, whatever. Let's go ahead and buy this mug. Oh my gosh! I, because I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a fine print that we need to read when we when we book the dining plan. But whenever we book. We're always on the phone with a, a Disney agent. Right. So, like, do you want the dining plan? Yes, we want the dining plan. Okay, you got the dining plan. And that's how it works. But it's never... You got the dining plan. Oh, and plus this, you get the refillable mug that comes along with it. Right. Which, I mean, as you well know, that thing is like, what, $20, $30? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a... A good bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, as soon as, as soon as I read that, I, oh, man, I, I was hopping mad. Cause yeah, I can like, imagine. Yeah. But that was one of my... Um, that was one of those uh, moments where it was just like, oh my God, that in and of itself right opened there. Opened up your eyes, yeah. Yeah, it's even the most veteran Disney goer, yeah. you're bound to stumble across a couple of things that you don't know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You or know?
1: that you should know, or you should be aware of, or you, you've had it the whole time and you yeah. never realized it.
0: Yeah, I know there's one thing, uh, like I'm looking at one thing right now that's probably going to be revised in the next edition, and that's, he mentions Pollo Comparo. Yeah, 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 which is no longer there. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, because with the whole Disney Springs, they closed that, and they're doing something uh, else with it. Yes. Unfortunately, which is a shame because I really like Pollo Comparo. I thought that was a good place. Yeah, we got one. NYC Baby Cakes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's right. We do have one in Kenner. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. NYC Baby Cakes is gone as well, but she's. Re- I guess she's kind of relocating. So if you like those, are vegan cupcakes mm-hmm. and everything else, but that's something I noticed in the book that uh, you
1: know just to take note of. Mm-hmm. Um, so any negatives? W- w- was there anything you walked away from the book and, and you're like, okay? Because I think you both—it's clear you both you and I enjoyed the book.
0: Um, I, I did enjoy the book. I like how fast it went. You know, even though mm-hmm. I read it cover to cover, which, you know, most, you know, if you think about it more or less like a reference guide, you know, I probably wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't do that to a dictionary, mm-hmm. but this one I read cover to cover and I, you know, I got all the information. It read really fast. It was very I'm, practical. I liked it.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to going back and, and like, cause there were a couple of things where it's like, I knew we had to meet our, our deadline date to, yeah, 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 to discuss yeah, yeah. it, but there's a couple of things i want to go back. and like, there was at least three or four shows that I'm like, because of that, oh, that's interesting. I want to go back and listen to that yeah, show. Yeah. It sounds like it'd be a great show. Um, but there was nothing negative. You didn't,
0: um, not, not to my knowledge. I mean, other well, you know, other than like some repeated grammatical things. <laughs> 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 Me being so, a teacher, I, I for some reason I just zeroed into all the little mistakes. Grammatical errors, yeah. Which you know, and uh, I highlight them in my my edition. You know, i I might send it to Lou just say, hey, you know. Fix this. <laughs> it's just, that's just me being a teacher. Actually, you know, it may not bother the normal person, but for me, I, you know, for some reason, I just when I read because I read
1: papers, I have a feeling it's going to get the same reaction as your uh, New Orleans premier uh, email got. New Orleans premier email. Yeah, so, you remember you were disputing the uh, location. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but, but you know, that's just me. I'm a teacher. <laughs> I can't help it. You know, I, it's it's gotta be it's gotta it's
0: gotta be right. <laughs> you know,
1: uh, the, my, but, what, did you have any? Negative? Yeah, there were a couple of little things that I didn't that that I didn't uh, think were like the idea of you know buying gift cards. I, I always think gift cards are a scam. Yeah. Like you know, if you get like you know, he he tells about going ahead and going you know buying gift cards, put twenty dollars in a gift card. Well, that's the thing you put twenty dollars in a gift card. Next thing you know, you use the gift card and you're down to a buck forty. And you're like, well, there's nothing I can use it with a buck forty. And right. yeah, you know, so you don't. So you end up coughing up a buck forty or right. whatever it is that you end up leaving on the card. I don't necessarily believe that that gift cards are a great way. Yeah. To save money. Huh. The other thing that I kind of you know because. Well, you can't use up the last
0: buck forty thing. Like, you combine can. it with other stuff.
1: Yeah, but go find it. Like, go remember to do it. Go. I mean, that that's how. That's why they offer gift cards because right. they know that if you if you're left with the last sixty five cents, you're gonna tote around this gift card, or you're just gonna toss it, or it might expire. I guess. Yeah, I know, yeah. they do stuff like that too, where you know you'll gift things. I don't know if Disney does it. I'm, I know other people do, but yeah. um, and there was a lot of like the the other thing that they kind of like where I was like, eh, it's like that's a little bit much. Was uh, there was a lot of bring your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, when I go to the parks, I mean, you know, obviously, if you're staying on the ground, you can have stuff shipped back to your room. But what he doesn't tell you is that your stuff doesn't really arrive at your room the same day. It's usually, like, a day or so later, I want to say. What? Oh, you're talking about the uh, when things you buy in the park? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if Passion, there's... Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's not always practical to have things shipped back to your room. Um, but at the same time... Yeah, I'm not somebody who want to go in the park. I'm already walking around with too much. I don't want right. to walk around with anything because when you get on these rods, you don't want to be handing, you know, holding on to like four or five different bags. Right, right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, of bring your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're know, you bringing water bottles. You're bringing. these uh, you said black bags. You bring. Yeah, I mean, there's, see, one there's point, some people that do like doing that though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But to me, it's like you know, you're talking about sacrificing. The, the The message of the book is you know maximizing without sacrificing any of the quality of your vacation if i'm walking around with a backpack with that much stuff in it yeah sacrificing a little bit of the quality of my my my, my vacation you know if yeah. i'm eating you know bologna sandwiches out of the fridge as opposed to being able to experience you know uh, a nice like a meal, meal or something yeah, yeah. I mean, because i mean that's that's part of what he does he's like look be on the lookout for, uh, what you call it, the, like, a lot of stuff kind of overlaps. Like, be on the lookout for, the, the, for like, free dining. Right. Go when they have free dining. Right. But you can have this, and this gives you 20% off dining, or this gives you 10% off dining. Right. Or don't do dining. Go ahead and get, like, bologna over at the, right. uh, and, and put together a bologna sandwich kind of yeah. thing. and. It's not a big deal. It it definitely wasn't a big deal. It didn't spoil any idea of the tips because it's kind of like a cafeteria kind of style thing. You take what you need and the stuff that, okay, that's for somebody who doesn't do that kind of vacation. But that did kind of you know get me a couple times it's like eh, this this one tip does feel like it would sacrifice a bit of the quality in my vacation right. Right. if i'm at a part because you and i both know half of the fun of, uh, of going to disney is experience that'd be like not experiencing resorts right right you know experiencing the restaurants is part of the i mean god the coral reef the beauty that yeah. you have sitting there eating with the fish swimming right yeah. by you. i mean there's certain restaurants that that do add to your overall experience yeah. so there is a couple of times where I kind of felt a little bit of those tips kind of walk that fine line. Not yeah. much, but a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I didn't really start staying on property. I mean, there's people that could probably, before I make that point, there's probably people that could probably enjoy the parks and be, have just
1: as <laughs> much of a magical time. People that can probably enjoy yeah, the parks. Does that make sense? I was going to say, no, 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 It's a tongue to like, it. I'm, I'm trying to say. It's like Peter pe- Piper picked the yeah. park. People <laughs> I was park. trying to say that
0: three times fast. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's people that probably enjoy the parks for just for the parks themselves. You're like, you like, know, yeah, I remember when I was younger, we never stayed on property. We never wanted to spend the money on it, or we never ate at the restaurants. It was always counter service. But I still enjoyed it. But I mean, I do agree with you. It's like, yeah, you know, now that I'm starting to do that, and I'm starting to do that with my kids, yeah, the eating in the restaurants, the whole is, and you know, the shops, staying on property, part of that whole entire experience, you know. Um, and I guess if you're the type of person that's like you know, Di- Walt well, Disney World is all about the attractions and stuff, and that's all you do. I mean, some of these things about bringing your own lunch, like the whole thing about the cooler. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to pack a little cooler. That was one of the things. Like again, uh, it's I- like no, <laughs> not for me. I mean, some I'm, people can, not for me. Yeah,
1: know? I was fighting very hard to. Uh, I don't want to give the list of the things that he says to bring because yeah. that's why you go buy the book. But, yeah. yeah, The Cooler was one of the things when I read that I was like, really? Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. He, he makes a point saying saying, well, get a locker. Yeah. So now you got to go store your, your cooler in a locker so you take that stuff. So you did say, like, because, you, you know, it's that way you're right. not walking around. But again, you still got to walk back to your car yeah. or walk back to your room and right. you're still carrying that, your backpack, plus your stroller and whatever. And maybe you, a sleeping kid. <laughs> yeah. You know. Exactly. So it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I got a little bit too much. Yeah.
0: But the cooler thing, I, you know, it's not really revealing because, I mean, if you listen to the podcast or research, I mean, a lot, like I said, a lot of this information, I mean, you could find on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I've heard these a lot of these, as I was reading, I was like, "Oh, I remember these guys talking about, like, WWE yeah. Today guys talking about it, or he was talking about it, or Ricky was talking about it." You know, a myriad of different podcasters, what I call the old line podcasters—the guys that started back in 2005 when the whole podcast thing started. Mm-hmm. You know, when they made the switch from the the, the, the news group into the podcasting scene, um, I consider them old line. We're kind of—I don't know what we are, but we're the the next step. Against, <laughs> you know, the younger guys that have come along. We're like old Marine, old breed Marine Corps guys, and we're the young bucks. <laughs> we're the, we're the still figuring it out kids. Yeah, we're still figuring it out. You know, we're that generation of Disney podcasters. Yeah. So anyway, back to my point. Yeah, all these tips and stuff I've heard somewhere before. Yeah. And what Lou I think has done is just taken them all and put them into a handy dandy reference guide. Yeah. A book all in one place where you don't have to search for everything. You can just pull up the book, open the book to whatever chapter you need, and say, "Oh, there it is, right mm-hmm. there." And if you and you know, he provides outside links to get more information, and from that, I'm sure you can get other information from other sources, you know, and stuff. And so it's, yeah, eh, you know, I I didn't have the book itself. I didn't really have much of an issue with. Yeah, some of the issue, some of the points, I'm to I, I kind of disagree with. Mm-hmm. Know, but that's just me and the way that I tour the parks and everything else. But you know,
1: oh, well, absolutely. And I'm I'm just saying. I mean, I don't want people to to purchase this thing seeing, thinking that they're gonna use every single one of those 102 right. tips right right there's going to be some stuff you're like i knew half of that i yeah. knew more than half of that yeah. i knew everything but 10 of them i didn't yeah. know anything i mean there's going to be a point where you re- where you reach where you know it and um not only do you know it but then there's that that, that added dimension of like you said i i don't necessarily see that as a um i don't see it as a cost-saving measure if, if i do Save anything there, it's not worth the time that it took right. to go do it. Um, yeah, it's going to be all up to the individual, I guess, and what they feel like would be valuable, what like, information, you know. D- does it cost anything to run a locker? I don't, I don't remember because I was going to say, like, I mean, maybe that's something we could look Actually, up, but I mean, yeah, if you're saying, okay, save money by bringing your cooler so you can put your water in your cooler, put whatever in your cooler, but then it costs 10 bucks a day to run a cooler, yeah, and now you're carrying a cooler around, now you gotta again, you gotta weigh that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's a, it, it gets all. You know, it, it's good information. It's good stuff and everything else, but also do your inf- do your own research yeah. too. You know, I mean, don't treat. I mean, that's don't treat it as like the word. That's just what you have to do. You know, he gives you options. You know, he sees both sides of the coins. He gives you the information.
1: But I wouldn't make the argument that the whole point of this book is that you don't have to do your own research. That's the whole would point you? of this. Yeah, I, I would make the argument that you know you you have to do what you feel is best. Obviously, but. the there shouldn't be a whole lot of, I need to re- If you're looking into saving money. Yeah. The book has failed at its purpose. If if you're like, okay, I see this now, I gotta do m- more additional research on the subject. You, it should be right there for you. It's like, okay, yeah. should I do this? Should I not do this? I mean, that the the counterbalances should be weighed. And I think you did an effective job of that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was fine, but I mean, don't you think it goes along with the? the, the I guess the type of person that, that reads the book, like me, I'm oh, yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. definitely like. Right, I mean, I I see, and he did a great job of presenting information, but I'm not gonna always take it. At, full, face, at face value, you know? I mean, I'm just always going to research, okay, what else, you know, if I didn't do that, what would be my alternatives? See, I'm going to take it at face value. Yeah, the, okay, that's the part where I think you and I disagree. Right. I, 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 I mean, I'm but reading, it's just me, though. You know, yeah. I'm not, I, whenever I read anything, I'm never going to be like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to say,
1: well, you know, like I'll, uh, Jim Hill. Well, <laughs> you know. If I spent the money on the book, and I'm reading this book, and you're passing yourself off as a Disney expert, yeah. I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to... The whole point of buying this book is to save me time right. and save me money. If I read your things now, I have to fact check you, and make sure what you're telling me is the correct right. way to do things. And it, it feels like again that you're, you're it violating one of the rules that Lou says over and over and over again, which yeah. is don't forget that time is also money. Yeah, time is money. Money yeah. is money, and
0: time, time is money. Time is money. Right. Exactly. um No, I totally agree with that, and that's fine. And I, you know and for certain people I mean that's fine you Mm -hmm. know but for like I said for me myself I'm not necessarily fact checking them but I'm just you know I'm going to see what the alternatives are Mm -hmm. you know it's like is this the only way only path to where I want to get to to save money and stuff you Mm -hmm. know it's like can this be the this is it Mm -hmm. you know it's almost like when you're dealing with the bible literalist and contextualist you know yeah and almost the same kind of vein is like okay is this the actual word of god or did he mean something by it you know we (laughs) learned that when we went to high school and stuff with Jesuit. so
1: this is the gospel according to lou lou
0: Lou, you can thank us later for that so anyway um but anyway yeah i mean some people like that some people are researchers like that or whatever else you want to call it but and some people you know for like you said for the maybe the second time visitor perfect you know oh yeah but if multi-time like me you know i go a lot mm-hmm. so and there's a lot of points that i thought were great you know that I was like oh i didn't know that
1: oh i think he oh, had a, that. yeah yeah i think he had a huge challenge on his hand because there were a lot of people oh, who consider themselves yes. disney buffs that sat there with this book in hand saying go ahead impress me yeah i right, dare right, you right show me something i don't know i dare you and i think he did a great job i think he did a
0: great job doing yeah, that yeah th- this is gonna be and, you know, he might spur, you know, he might spur off a string of other books because, I mean, you know, when uh, John Wooten's Rudimental Reference Guide came out, he was like the game in town as far mm-hmm. as the 40 rudiments. And then down the road, some other people came out with their own rudiment mm-hmm. books, you know. Um, some were good. Some, I don't know if they were better. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, I always go back to the same book that I had when I was in high school—that mm-hmm. that, that little miller reference guide. This mm-hmm. may be the same thing, you know. Uh, this may be the uh, one of the standards for all kinds of tips to reference to for a while. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody may come up with a competing book, and it's America; and it happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe and he'll take it from a different point. Maybe he'll be, you know, it'll be successful. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe not. Who knows?
1: And if I gotta make a suggestion here, if you're gonna get this book, um get this thing on your iPhone. Yeah,
0: get it, PDF, Kindle, whatever. You can get yeah. it, the Kindle app.
1: Or, but you the, know? the reason I say iPhone is like, you know, there's a couple of things in here like, and I remember you and I talking about this, and, and I'm just going to, again, I, I hate doing this, but I don't know how you exhibit this book's greatness without giving examples, is how many times have you and I sat there and been like, like we, we had this happen when we were at the Contemporary. We were uh-huh. like, what time does the water pageant come around? Where's the electrical water Oh path? yeah, I mean we, listen to that. I mean yeah. We we kept asking ourselves and just to get in I guess I can get away with this part because I'm not giving you the schedule. Go yeah. get the book or well then, or just Google it like most people would. You know, I book. would
0: say ask a cast member, but you know what, some cast members just don't know. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Amazing left is like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, you know, and they'll research it, but you know with this, remember, Yeah, with yeah. this
1: book you'll definitely have it at your fingertips. I remember asking the cast member of the Animal Kingdom about Beastly Kingdom. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, whatever happened with that?" And the guy looked at me like I'd grown a third eye. Like, "Yeah, what the hell is a Beastly Kingdom?" <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right. Well, maybe you I'll- know, it's cool
0: if you open, get this book in PDF. If you can get it in an app that has like a search feature, you know, like mm-hmm. it kind of does what like Google Chrome does. You know, you type in a word and it'll search for mm-hmm. uh, things within the particular website, or in this case, uh, a thing within a particular book. Uh, fi- matching all that. Like if you, you know, you had the, the open it up in that whatever app you're using, you type in, okay, electrical water pageant. Yeah. Then it'll put up all uh, pull up all the different instances in which that is mentioned. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great way to even utilize this book on your iPhone. Yeah. Because you know? then you have it really as a really, really quick reference guide for when you're actually down there.
1: Especially the 40 free tips that he gives yeah, you. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there's like a lot of little things in there you're like, oh my God, they do that. And yeah. God, again, I don't I want to. I want to say, but there's something special they do at the Polynesian yeah. that I had yeah. no idea that they did. And, it, grants it's just a little thing, but uh, the idea that I is next touch lighting ceremony. Out yeah, there, I, out know, there. I was trying not yeah, to no, say. Yeah,
0: I, I was going to go ahead. You know, the WW guys did a review of this book, and they mentioned some stuff. So oh, did like, they? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. then
1: because you can't help it with this book. No, I mean, you, it's like really a lot of cool stuff that you want to talk about. You really can't. And like I said, the more stuff that we sit here and we talk about. I didn't know this. Or what about this? Uh, the more you you're, you're touting, lose greatness, right? Because he did know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, that was one of the things I was like, oh my god, I'm making it a point next time I stay at the pond because I've stayed there twice. Yeah. Didn't know anything about this. Yes. I'm like, mm, making it a point to be around. Maybe it's just a little thing. It's an added touch. It's a nice little bonus. But yep. I mean, it's kind of like when you hear about the jammers. It's like if, right. okay, if you make it a point to see it, it's not a special. But when you happen to just catch something like that, oh, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I was kind of like that with Future Core. You know, like mm-hmm. I never knew when they were gonna come out and perform, but you then know, all of a sudden you start hearing the drums and they start marching out. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, Future Core is coming. You know, <laughs> what a great surprise. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, definitely. I'll best we both say we definitely recommend this book too. highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, highly recommend it. I think the book looks great. I love the pictures that he used. You mm-hmm. know, these aren't his own pictures. He pulled them off from some other guy that's doing pictures. Mm-hmm. He used his pics, and I thought they're great, great, great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was organized very well. You know, the the print is a good size print I, yeah. and to me, you know?
1: And 9 99 for the Kindle version of this thing is really... It's nothing. Oh, yeah. That's it's, absolutely nothing. It, this should be one of the things. Like, if you get a burn bomb guide or, yeah. or, or an unofficial guide or an official guide or whatever it is that you're getting, right. um, this should be you're out of the purchase right there's no doubt about it if you know enough about Disney to you go ahead and say okay now i've got the meal plan straight i've got yeah. uh the resort stay i've got deluxe moderate value i yes. understand the difference between all three and i know which days and i know extra magic hours once you get past all that and now you want to start looking at okay where are some hidden gems yeah. where are some ways to save money what things should i know yeah this is it's just a great book. Yeah,
0: it's, it's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not blowing smoke up. Well, you know, you know. Uh, but, but um, it, th- I think this is gonna be uh, right up there with a bunch of the different references for Disney. You know, you get the unofficial guide, you get the Brumgum guide, you get this, mm-hmm. and you get uh, uh, the um, what's that? The Hidden Mickey's book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get that book. You know, whatever else, get the apps that come with it. You know, it's great. And just to say, yeah, 9.99 at uh, download on Amazon, and you can also get it paperback for 13.47. Uh, Through Amazon as well, and we'll post things in the show notes, and we'll post things on Facebook. If you haven't heard this book, heard about this book, but yeah, I think this is definitely a a really, really great purchase. And if you wanted to read cover to cover, go for it. I mean, it was a very fast read. Yes, you know, I I I had took a little longer for me just because I had so much going on, but. When it, I finally get, had time to sit and do it, it was like boom, boom, boom. It was like done.
1: Well, yeah, and, and that was, that's probably actually the better way to do it is to just go ahead and read through it cover by cover, make your notes, highlight what you need to highlight. Yeah. And then when it comes time to take your trip, Pull the book back out again. Exactly. Be like, yeah. okay, what did I find out? What did I need to know? What yeah. don't I want to remember?
0: Yeah. So definitely recommend this book, Lou. Very, very good job. We appreciate you putting, compiling all this stuff together mm-hmm. in a handy dandy format. And like I said, listeners, and we appreciate you, the free copy. We appreciate the free copy. We definitely do that. And if you had to buy this book, listeners, we definitely recommend the PDF download because it's just uh, like a DVD extra kind of experience, you know. <laughs> All right, now is time on the show where we do some listener things, and the first now thing is the
1: time on Sprockets when we dance. Yes, <laughs> da, 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 da. but anyway, that so. is a very old reference. Yeah, but it's a
0: great, <laughs> it's a great, that's a great skit. I love that, Dita. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so anyway, uh, shout out to Latanya B. Uh, she gave us a, a shout out on, on Facebook uh, on our last show. She said enjoyed the podcast, guys. Very good. Uh, in-depth discussion of Disneyland Paris. So, if you enjoyed the, our last show regarding Disneyland Paris, Thank if you, you haven't checked it out, go check it out. You know, if you happen to do a trip, go for it, man. Check out, check out our, our last show. Oh. All right, we got a couple of uh, we got a couple of questions. Uh, one that hasn't been addressed yet, but maybe we can throw it out to all the listeners out there. Uh, this is from a man, Fishon Wu, on Twitter, uh, The man in the street down there in Walt Disney World, and he says. Uh, uh, he wants to hear the listeners thoughts on the recent fastpass plus changes and the lines at the kiosks so if you want guys log into your Twitter accounts so you know respond to that particular thing I'll probably retweet it so you guys can see it again or you can email it in and let us know so uh, he wants to know what your thoughts on on the recent fastpass plus changes and all the lines at the kiosk when they're dealing with uh, fastpass plus uh, administration I guess so to speak
1: you know I thought he kind of made a was it was it him who said it because I think I was I was check out twitter feed that day and i yeah. think he said something about i can't wait to see what this is like in summer yeah yeah Ooh. he
0: mentioned something that because he actually went this past weekend and he was talking about it so that was uh pretty interesting that's gonna be yeah that that because <laughs> ah. he ran into a lot if you saw the pictures if you guys follow him definitely follow him you know at fish on woo and you know he'll post his uh, pics from the park and everything else um but uh uh Yeah, he stumbled, he has pictures of Fast Pass Plus lines just like like go on forever, kind of thing. It just takes, oh man, it's just amazing. Uh, But anyway, back back to his other question. Um, His other question is, uh, where is the best place in a Walt Disney World park to take a cat nap? (laughs) <laughs> uh, for him, the Muppets and Captain EO are his favorites. Okay, Captain EO,
1: yeah, the Muppets—that's sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I wrote—I actually tweeted him back, and I said, you know, uh, uh, one of my things is uh, uh, not really the Hall of Presidents, but my dad used to enjoy the Hall of Presidents to nap in. Mm-hmm. You know, I—I I guess when I was younger, I was the same way, but now that I really appreciate the Hall of Presidents, I mean, I actually stay up and watch the show. Mm-hmm um i think let's see what do you think do you have the people ideas? mover
1: the people mover is good the people mover is great especially when you go into those dark tunnels oh, i it's mean very relaxing I, yeah i i back i close my eyes and i you know there was one time in particular where we uh it got stuck there for a little bit yeah and it was the greatest thing in the world oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> i i don't i can't say that i passed out for a little bit but i got some much needed r&r um you
0: know, a good place for that I enjoy taking a cat nap are the two rocking chairs up on that little gazebo-looking thing right by the exit to the Hall of Presidents. Do so you know what I'm talking about? Um, if you go out, if you exit the, the Hall of Presidents attraction building, mm-hmm. theater, uh, you'll go right past, and you have to go up a couple of steps, you'll go right past these two rocking chairs that's covered, you know, it's you know, a covered little gazebo kind of thing, not really... I don't know if gazebo is the right term but it's attached to the building okay? mm-hmm. there is a ceiling fan there so it's nice and breezy mm-hmm. and you can just sit there and rock and it's a great view of the parade if you happen to be sitting there while the parade is passing by great place to take a nap in my honest opinion that's a good good place hmm. you know yeah I'll have to check if I find some pictures I'll, I'll show you um, but yeah some of the people might know what I'm talking about you know with that so that's where I like to take a nap I know I've dozed off in Universe of Energy <laughs> every now and then. I mean I enjoy their attraction
1: but sometimes I'm just so tired and it feels so good in there. It's like you're absolutely right. Yeah. I I remember doing that once now, I didn't doze off, but I remember one time we were just so tired from run, yeah. walking around. We went in there and sitting in, in those seats for what was like forty minutes. Right. That's a lifesaver. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a long attraction yeah. in air
0: conditioned, so it's great. Uh Impressions de France, uh France, I've fallen asleep every now and then, you know. Mm um american adventure i fall asleep every now and then
1: boat ride back and forth between yeah uh what you call epcot yeah yeah oh yeah yeah that was oh yeah for a
0: quick quick little nap
1: good relaxing moment there for
0: that matter i mean you could take the uh water taxis that go between like the boardwalk and the swan and the dolphin yeah because you can literally stay on that boat yeah i mean they don't kick you off you can just ride it around and around and around and um, they might d-
1: not even wake you up. They might not
0: even wake you up, man. So that's a, that's a good place to take a nap.
1: Just tell them you don't need to be disturbed. Just see just <laughs> here for a yeah. little uh, R&R.
0: Yeah, so if you uh, if, if you listeners out there have any places where you, you want to share, where you take a nap, man, shoot us an email or shoot us a message on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, next, so our, our next question uh, is somewhere in here. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Our next question comes from Lee, of uh, our man Lee at Just a Dream Away Travel, our travel agent for Magic Our Way. He'll be on the show in, actually, probably a couple of weeks. Yay! Looking for that. So, yeah, so we get to meet face-to-face, finally, and we get to have him on the show. You get to hear what Lee sounds like and everything else. Free uh, dining, right? Free dining, yeah. Yeah. He'll probably come on and talk about free dining and all the specials and offers that are coming in and everything else, you know, especially... You know, probably coming soon will be the time to start thinking about your holiday vacations, you know, down in the world, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that kind of business. So I'm sure he's going to talk about that along with food and wine and everything else. But yeah, so in a couple of weeks, you can expect the show with Lee. But anyway, his question is, is if you were an Imagineer and were asked to help create Star Wars land in Hollywood studios, what are some things that you would design Ideas for attractions, restaurants, etc.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, leave it to Lee to give us something to think about. Oh, no, wow.
1: It I mean, that's something we could... We could do a whole we, show on that. I, in fact, I think we did do a whole show on that. Did we? Didn't we do... Like, when they first announced Oh, us, we did we, the whole we thing we did, where, where
0: we... Oh, uh, we uh, How to Fix Hollywood Studios, and that was part of it, wasn't
1: No, no, no. It was one of the very, very first shows that we did, and it was with Mike and Eli. Yeah. Well, oh, we, really? We covered it, and and we talked about you know the different things. I mean... Ah. And I really I remember giving a lot of thought into it. In fact, I'm, I'm looking in my handy dandy little journal right here. I might yeah. still have the notes from that one. Oh,
0: interesting. Maybe, maybe we should table this question and, and we'll listen back to the old show and maybe revisit on another show.
1: Well, no, I mean I, I don't like pff, tell you right now. I mean uh, Creature Cantina, you got to have that. That's Creature gotta can- be a ra- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to have that restaurant. Gotta be a restaurant. I mean, like we should like name like each, like one restaurant, one attraction, one. <laughs> one ty- uh, it could be anything. one land, maybe one land, a land. Yeah, I guess you, so. Like you do. Okay, uh, here you go. This is easy. Uh, you do a tattooing land. Uh huh. You do the Creature Cantina restaurant. Okay. And you do the pod racing. No, no, no. Hey, that, that's kind of a cop out because you already kind of get the pod racing with Star Tours.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. What would be an appropriate tattooing thing?
0: Well, while you're thinking, I'll I'll do my land. My land would be the okay. Force Move of Endor. Very nice. Talk about built-in shade for the summer months, Uh and coolness from the vegetation and everything. You know, I think that'd be pretty neat. Like, I guess you can kind of theme it like the tree houses but better. (laughs) You know, you can can explore Ewok living, (laughs) or something like that. You know,
1: explore Ewok. Do do the Ewoks live such fascinating lives that we we need to know more about? No, but you know, (laughs) I could
0: imagine that being a great place to take a nap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know. Because um, I think that that's one thing I would see. Other than building a,
1: a, a entire planet of Hoth,
0: was that the ice planet,
1: Hoth? Yeah, Hoth. Yeah. Oh, Jabba's Palace was on Tatooine. Yeah, jo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to go in the sail barge. Okay. Yeah. yeah there, you got to do something in connection to Jabba's Palace. You go in the sa- Sarlacc pit down below. So wait, you could take the, uh, the what's that, the um, the
0: Kashyyyk Canyon and turn that into the Sarlacc pit? So you, you, you kind of float in on a barge and then
1: there's the pit right there?
0: Mm, would that be cool
1: i'm thinking more of like that spider-man type of ride where you oh i see what you mean yeah, yeah like where you're on the sail barge yeah and you know what you call it? job has just condemned you to death right and you know luke comes jumping on the like hang on i'll get you out of here kind of thing and you got to fight your way out oh and, that'd be
0: kind of cool yeah that would be neat actually i like that mm-hmm. that's a good thing you even got the ride system in there i did um the attraction i would like i don't know you know i was gonna i can't think of anything at the moment. I would actually like An to ride An attraction off. for indoor? No. Oh yeah. I, um,
1: other than like the, the cycles. That's like, exactly. I, you know, you, be I like couldn't get it out. Ba- I couldn't yeah. swig my beer and, and get that out fast enough. Yes.
0: It'd be like a simulator, I guess. Where huh? we well, could eh. actually have like e- ET, universal ET style things like bikes and speeder bikes. And then just, you know, you go through indoor yeah like a roller coaster kind of thing oh that'd be neat mm-hmm. a hanging roller coaster in which you oh, sit yeah. upon a suspended cars. roller coaster Yeah, and yeah. you go through the forest mood of endor the, the forest and everything else that's cool that is cool yeah i could deal with that there yeah. you go copyright magic our way <laughs> um let's see okay restaurants let's see what do i want for a restaurant you said the creature cantina
1: oh well you gotta eat in a little tree village the you know i'll you take what's a,
0: what about the, well, yeah you can eat the little tree village Um, But if I didn't have a restaurant in that land, you know that little diner or whatever that uh, Obi-Wan goes? and
1: Oh, Dax. Dax, Dax. yeah. Yeah. Dax Diner. That'd be kind of cool, like a little counter service. See, you got the prequels in there. I'm trying to limit as much prequel activity as I can get into my Star Wars. Uh, I know. I understand. I I would do
0: the same thing, but it's like we can't help it. Yeah. It's it's part of the lexicon. It really
1: is, because all you really have is Hoth. Yeah. Tatooine. The Death Star. Right. Dagobah.
0: Yeah, where was Prince, Prince Slayer from? What was her
1: Alderaan? But that Alderaan? blew up.
0: You never even got to see that. Maybe you can have an Alderaan land, and you can get to actually <laughs> see it. You
1: know what Alderaan was like before the you know. Uh, but birth you, came you along. did see it. You saw Alderaan before it blew up in uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, that's right. You yeah, you that? did.
0: No, were they?
1: Yeah, they were, isn't that where uh, Amidala was from? No. Oh no 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 Naboo. Naboo. Yeah.
0: She She's from Naboo, and then. You know, you could totally do a water ride based on the Gungan City.
1: Oh, yeah? That'd be oh, yeah. That'd be
0: nice and cool attraction. Welcome. Like Gungan
1: gung gung stuff. You
0: could take the <laughs> sub ride system. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm almost tempted to semi-table this. and I and, uh, well, maybe not table. We already kind of addressed a little bit of it. But I, wanna, I almost want to design a whole land. For an entire show and talk about it
1: like i said I, you know i think we i think uh that first merits going back and listening to one of those earlier yeah. shows to see whether or not we actually already did this yeah we'll check it, it out we'll see it seems like something that we did already do um but um yeah i, I like i said i think you're kind of limited between like if you just stick with the 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 mate the the, the, the first three the first three you're My limited first three four five six yeah, <laughs> you're limited on planets to tattooing Yeah, uh, the Death Star, Dagobah, Cloud City, Hoth, uh, Endor. Endor. That's it, huh? That's it. I That's think. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember any other lands. So about six, six places. About six lands. Yeah. Six places. I don't a, know if you visit. could do a Hoth land. I mean,
0: That'd be awesome in the dead set su- of summer, but
1: I don't know how you pull that off. You'd yeah. have to be in a show building. Well, I mean, you get attacked by the ice monster? The
0: well, you get to ride in, uh, uh, what's that, at no. What's the, what's the, the big things? That, is I thought an at right? Oh, maybe it is an ad-at. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking A-T-S-T. That's different. <laughs> ad Yeah. I, I'd write an ad <laughs> I know? feel like a geek. Let's move on. All right. Let's move on. All right. So thanks, Lee, for that question. And our last question for today is from Lisa G off of Facebook. And she puts it like this. $50 snack budget for a week at Walt Disney World. How would you like to spend it? Woo. I know right off the bat, carrot cake cookie, jalapeno cheese stuffed pretzel, a Mickey bar, popcorn. I like their popcorn, especially if it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Coffee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, that that little meat thing. I guess that would be a snack over at Gaston's Tavern.
1: Yeah. If you buy it, it's
0: just a little meat thing. I don't think it comes inside. So That's one like of those things meal.
1: where I'm still to this day, like, you know... I the snack thing perplexes me because I, I, the, the amount of stuff like I thought was snacks, and now that I know what snacks consist of, right it's like like French fries are snacks, I mean yeah, yeah it, it's I had no idea what snacks were until I really researched it one yeah. time, I was just like, wow, um, Mara balls from Animal
0: Kingdom Lodge, I totally get that. What is that? Mara balls? Have you ever had those? No, what is that? <gasps> we're going on the next podcast trip. okay, next podcast trip we're going to get some Mara balls, and it's going to be. Awesome. That's not like what it, the sweetbread things, is it? <laughs> no, it's not the sweet bread. I don't know. No, it's not the sweet bread. Okay. These are desserts. Yeah. It's like, okay. just, uh, we'll just wait. I'll leave okay. that. We'll table
1: that and uh, you know, we'll ex- have you experience it for the first time on the next trip. As far as snacks go for me, a uh, guilty pleasure with the corn dog. I love. Corn dog's good. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. The corn dog is so satisfying. Yeah. Um, but wait, is that a snack? Corn dog's got to be a
0: snack. I don't see why it wouldn't be a snack. It's got to be a snack. I mean, and I'm I'm not going by Dizzy's definition for a snack credit. I'm going by what the heck I would eat for a snack. Mm. You know, and I I would consider a corn dog a snack. It's sure as heck not a full meal, not a square meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I
1: I I I would eat a corn dog for a snack. Mm-hmm. Totally. Maybe, and it would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, th- there's there's another thing that I'm trying to get to. I wouldn't eat a turkey leg. Like I know that. I mean let me ask you this. I'm sure, sure Turkey Lake is okay, but I don't want to work that hard. All right. When you go to Disney World, yeah. You buy the tiki the enchanted tiki room. Yeah. Right next to the Enchanted Tiki Room is a place where you can get snacks. What yeah. was, what's the name of that? The place? Sunshine Terrace. Thank you, yeah. sir. They have the swirl. Thank you. And the float and thank you. Yeah. I a love little, a little of fruity drinks and stuff. <laughs> fruity drinks. No, this this has coffee in it though. Uh, oh,
0: I know what you're talking about. Because did you get it when we went? Yes. Yeah, sir. it was. Um. Oh, what was it? It, it was, was delicious. It was I, delicious. You got me one too.
1: Yeah, you got me one too, and it was and good. And I'm dying here because I can't find
0: it. I never had it. You know, if I could buy a peanut butter and jelly shake from uh, um, a '50s primetime cafe, I mm-hmm. would do. I would do it for a snack. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's good stuff
1: this is this totally sucks i can't find it i i you know sunshine tree terrace sorry oh, ah yeah, that make that explains. ice coffee
0: float there you go with french vanilla mocha or latte with soft serve ice cream oh yeah yeah that's
1: it that'd be a snack Talk talk that sweet language, man. Little, mm-hmm. Say it one more time. What is it called again?
0: It is the French vanilla mocha or latte with soft-serve vanilla ice cream.
1: That's me right there. I love that I I don't get coffee until I get to the Magic Kingdom so yeah. I can go get that. That and the frappe, which I apparently is good. I'm going to have to figure a way around that now.
0: Oh, I'll get the, uh, the um, what do you call it, the Dole Whip. Um, of course, I'll get that for a snack.
1: I saw the Dole Whip thing, and then I thought about it, but I mean, I remember I've had it twice, and both times I was like, mm, it's good, but I'm not going to break a leg to go find it. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to stay in line and do it. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll just go to Captain Cook's and get one.
1: Can't you do this with drinks? I could do this so much better with drinks. Maybe we'll do that for drinks on another show. Yeah, we could do that for drinks on yeah. another show.
0: So, anyway, if there's a, a $50 I can snack spend $50 credit, on
1: two. Where you get two lapu lapu's?
0: Yeah, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> much it. Um, yeah, so let's throw that in the mix. All right, so if any of you listeners out there have uh, what you would, would spend uh, $50 on as far as drinks or as far as snacks, go ahead and shoot us an email, man. You know how to get in touch with us. And if you don't, I'm about to say it right now. Yes now it's time when magic our way when we dance because we're about to go run and use the bathroom and uh go eat (laughs) this is the wrap-up music guys this is where we pull everything together um like i said if you have any opinions on any of the stuff that we've talked about on this past on on this particular episode man don't hesitate to get in touch with us we want to hear from you guys we'd love to hear from you guys uh your thoughts and opinions and stuff um, and we'll always definitely read them out on the show and offer our particular take on it. And we'd love to hear what everybody else's take on whatever you present to be taken. <laughs> 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 oh, did, it, did that make sense? I hope that made sense.
1: It made me think of Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, okay,
0: that works. Yeah, you were taken. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, get in touch with us. The main thing is through our email, way at gmail.com. Again, that is way at gmail.com. Um, Shoot us an email, your thoughts, questions, things, this, that, and the other, whatever. Um, If you want to stay in touch with us on the social network sites, we've got a Twitter account, at Magic Our Way. You know, I'm always on there. You like or follow us, I'll follow you back. You'll get a personal message from me thanking you and everything else. Uh, we'll tweet back and forth when I can get on the Twitter. You know, now that summer's coming, I don't have to teach you anymore. I got a little more time to play
1: on the Twitter. Let's bring back summer. Yes, bring back summer. My daughter, no matter where we go now, it's yeah. like, you know, Lily, let's go to the park. Okay, babe, let's go to the park. And let's bring back summer. Awesome. All she wants to do is bring back
0: summer. Bring back. You know, last night I played a gig. Uh, it was this little movie gig thing. We did a lot of movie stuff. And I played Let It Go. Did you? Yeah, it was great. You know, I rocked out on the Let It Go on the drums. It was nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so follow us on Facebook, too. You know, you know, like our page. Uh, you will always get announcements of when we post the shows or anything that I find interesting, you know, throughout my day. I'll throw it up on the Facebook and the Twitter as well. So whatever social media platform you enjoy using, go for it. Uh, we'll always shoot a message back, you know. Uh, we're, we're, you know uh, our audience is growing, but we'll always definitely address each and every one of you. Um, so yeah, follow us on those two particular forums. Uh, you can also listen to our show on Stitcher. You know, if it's on Stitcher, go ahead and leave it. You know, download us through there. Um, or uh, if you don't download us through there, you can find us through iTunes as well. If you listen to us on iTunes, leave a rating and a review, man. Definitely, please do that. Um, it, it can only do nothing but help us and keep us relevant. You know, keep us uh, everybody, keep us in the forefront of everybody's mind when they're searching for Disney podcasts. And, of course, lastly, man, to just say hi to everybody that's followed us since then, uh, since our last show. We're all new listeners and everything else. Thank you for joining us. I mean, we enjoy doing this on a weekly basis or else we wouldn't be here. I mean, we love talking Disney, so we want to hear from you guys, talk some Disney with you guys as well. And maybe one day we can get some of you people on the show, maybe even have a big meetup or something else. You know, who knows? Uh, who knows? But anyway, um, uh, this is your show. Representing Disney here in the Crescent City from New Orleans, this is the Magic ROA Podcast. My name is Kevin.
1: And I am Danny. And Magic out.